genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring one minute at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 175, which starts with Lert's face, the same one from yesterday. We didn't get Lert's face yet. It was Legolas looking Legolas left. looking left at yeah. Lert's. Well, no, not at... I mean... <laughs> Anyway, That's so we, what it's trying to show We get you. some prime Lert's face. Yeah, we get, the, we get this nice, you know... Second and a half still on Lurts, looking around. And then this minute ends with Bormir and Aragorn talking, and Bormir says to Aragorn, it'll make the crossing dot, 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 and he'll finish his line on Monday. Yeah. If he if he leads the enemy to us, or alerts mm, the enemy to no, our whereabouts. Yeah, alerts the enemy to our... If he alerts the enemy to our whereabouts, it'll make the crossing. Dot, dot, dot. Um, They're talking about Gollum. Yeah, talking about Gollum. Which Aragorn compliments Gollum in this minute. Yeah. He says, I I hoped we would lose him on the river, but he's too clever a waterman. Though, I mean, he must have heard the story from Bilbo. Mm. Uh, Because Gollum, when Bilbo finds him... He's paddling around in his little boat. Yeah, Gollum lives on a lake, an Mm. underground lake. So... Either he has never heard this story before, which I, I mean, Gandalf must have. Yes, I assume that Aragorn not only heard the tale firsthand from Bilbo, somewhere along the line, yeah, but also was with Gandalf when, Bill, when Gollum told Gandalf his story, right? Because, because in the book, it's helping... Aragorn and Gandalf together who track Bilbo, down. right, or Gollum down, or, yeah, track Gollum down, track Bilbo down that. Trixie Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, it's the the two of them track Gollum down. So Aragorn knows the story of how Gollum found the ring. You know, he was a hobbit on the river. So yeah, he he's definitely aware that Gollum is familiar with boats. Which has always been a question for me. Where did Gollum get the boat well, at the bottom of the Misty Mountains? He probably stole it or made it. Okay. He made a boat. Yeah. Hmm. He was a boatswain. If he crawled into the mountains like hundreds of years ago, he... Had plenty of time for trial and error to yeah. make a boat. There's like just piles of boats somewhere in some cave. <laughs> piles of crappily made boats. <laughs> yeah. Some orc finds them. He's like, what the heck? Why are there all these boats down here? <laughs> and then he has like, you know, a pegboard in a back room trying to figure right. out the conspiracy. It's like the, you know, the... The gumshoe of orcs. The gumshoe of orcs. I was going to say the Moana of orcs, but... He's just, he's, no, he's just trying to... He's just got a conspiracy theory. It's like one of those with all the yarn and the yeah, tacks. Yeah. All the little crazy notes on the wall. He's just... What does it mean? <laughs> and then, you know, he's the one that Gollum kills while he's chasing Bilbo out of the cave. Oh, no. That's that guy's whole story. He never knows. No movie Aragorn... Like, he knows who Gollum is. Right. Because he names him here. Right. Boromir's just like, what the heck is this? And yeah. Gollum. I like that Um, I like that shot of Gollum uh, on his little log, 
and then they're watching him, and then he's like watching them, and then he bumps into a rock. Yeah. And he kind of like. And then he shifts. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, he's staring at them. Boromir's staring at him, and he's just staring back at Boromir. Yeah. Like, we can totally see each other. Because we get that. Is that, he going to do anything? That point of view shot of him just going like, or making gollum noise. Right. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> then he bumps into the rock and like shifts further behind the log. <laughs> yeah. It's just like. He totally didn't see me, right? He's looking at the log. Is he looking at me? I don't know if he's looking at me. He can probably hear them, too, because living in the dark so long. Yeah. Your sense of hearing becomes very... You can see a little bit more of the shape of Gollum's head mm -hmm. in this minute, too. And and his hands. And his hands. And when you when we get to Two Towers, obviously we'll talk more about it, but you can... You can see a big difference between just this few seconds of Gollum and like what we wound up oh, with. Oh yeah, absolutely. The proportions are a little different. The shape of the head's a little different. The colors this is like different. Prototype Gollum. Yeah, and then they, you know, they improved the technology greatly before releasing Two Towers. Yeah. But I'm uh, I'm really interested in analyzing Two Towers minute by minute to see how well, well we're not done with this one yet. To see how well Gollum holds up under that much scrutiny. I think it'll be fine. Mm. I think there will definitely be moments where it looks hokey when we're dissecting the movie. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, what is the word? Like postulate, I guess. Mm. Yeah. That's true. I want to finish this one. Yeah. We're so close. We're, we're getting there. Yet so far. We're, um, like next week we're going to hit the three hour mark of the movie. Yeah. So the next Friday. Yeah. In a week, a week from today. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we're getting there, but I don't want to jump into two towers just yet because I want to. Yeah. You know, we get more of the, the edited together chase scene. Yeah. The beginning of this minute. Which... I like orcs hair. I like yeah. their hair. It's very, um, it looks very thick and coarse. Um, but it's also very, like, luxurious in a way. Like, they're just, I don't know. It's, like, some kind of orc, like, hair commercial. Like, if they, could if they could just tame that. Like, some, like, what's the, the, what's the shampoo commercial from the 90s with the ladies in the shower and whatever? And there was just, I don't know, some kind of fruit thing. And what, herbal essences? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> All those weird orgasm commercials? <laughs> I'm glad you know what I'm talking about. Those were weird commercials. I feel like this is the orc equivalent of that because just, these are some damn fine orcs. One of these, one of these orcs is just gonna take off his helmet and shake out his yeah, hair. Yeah, shake out his glorious mane, like. And he has he has like a slightly slightly smaller, prettier features than all the other orcs. He's got little rosy oh, cheeks. Oh, are you making it like lady orcs? Either lady orcs or he just has like the. The anime pretty boy face under oh, that helmet, and he I shakes see. out his I hair. See. They're all pretty in their own way. Yeah. Saruman thinks they're pretty. Saruman thinks that they're glorious. Yeah, they're perfect. They're perfect. You're the height of evolution because I made you this way. Yeah, these are some damn fine orcs. Mm. I, I I just, I don't know. Obviously, like he wits. cared more about the, the look of their hair. I like their wit. He he himself has wonderful hair. Yes. It would bring shame upon the house of Saruman if his orc children didn't have glorious hair. Right. Born with long, luxurious locks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Perfect. <laughs> and they should all have white hair like him. Uh, but they got the white war paint. That's true. But also, I mean, like, it would look kind of odd. All these, like, maroon and, like, dark purple and, like, completely ink black warriors running around with bright white hair. Um, I also feel like it wouldn't be good camouflage for them. They would stick out. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, what is that? I mean, it would make sense if it was snowing. It's kind of amazing to me that none of them are bald. But yeah, no, I mean, like, if... Okay, so if you Because all the other orcs are bald. If you genetically engineer these creatures, you're going to make them look good. You know... The fact now that we know these that... orcs, that the Uryx, yeah. have such long, luxurious hair, and all the other orcs are bald, might be a visual cue that Saruman used elves to make them. Oh, snops. <laughs> Schnikes. <laughs> Jinkies. Um, or, yeah, or humans. Or humans. but Because all, all the other orcs are bald. Or they only have a little bit of hair. Yeah, they only have, like, little tufts of hair. But the Uryks have long, luxurious I hair. I don't know. I... They can walk around in the sun. They have very pointy ears. I feel like um, it kind of illustrates how, um, like, vain, in a way, Saruman is as well. Because he made his orcs at least a little pretty. Yeah, because he made his, his orc army pretty. Oh. Right, because the Uruks are also, like, not all scraggly and no, emaciated. they are buff. They are, they are buff dudes. Saruman likes big, sweaty orcs. <laughs> you think he has, like, a barbecue and there's just, like, a volleyball montage? Yes, Saruman totally has an Urukai volleyball team. That's, that's the original reason he bred them, to crush Mordor at the yearly barbecue. Oh my goodness. They're going down this year. No more of these Moria orcs. <laughs> I ain't using them no more just because oh they're the closest. Gosh. I got my own team. <laughs> what team? <laughs> the Urukai. Oh my god. Get them. Oh lord. The fighting Urukai. I don't know. I think like it's it's interesting to kind of dissect the Urukai um, as like a reflection of Saruman's priorities. Right. Like, they are, like, built. Uh, they're efficient. They're just, like, I don't know. They were they were bred for warfare, and yes. they have beautiful hair. Right. They're just all these big, burly, beautiful-haired warrior <laughs> men. It's like someone's fantasy. <laughs> Saruman's fantasy. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, I like their hair. <laughs> I don't know. What else do you have? Um, That's about it. There's like editing of the chase still. And then there's like a little bit of quiet moment. You know what I like about the editing in this minute um, mm. that I didn't like so much last minute? I like the transition when they're running and you have that um, that overhead shot with the, the sweeping overhead shot with the trees. Yeah, it makes you feel like they're a little further away, but yeah. it still kind of feels like they're too close. And I like that transition because it feels like there's momentum. Yeah. Um, There's momentum in it, and I like that it keeps the, yeah. the tension going. 
Yeah. This little bit with Gollum is cut in the theatrical. And I understand why, because if we're trying to keep the momentum going with what we were just seeing, right. this just stops it dead. Right. Like, well, in- they're camped. Right. Instead of going right into um, the Argonoth and then mm. Amunhen, like, we stop right here. Yeah. It's the calm before the storm. Yeah. It just takes all the momentum out of the way that chase scene is edited. I don't really mind it. Um, it because it's set, it reminds you that Gollum is there. Yeah. It's been like what, it's been an since hour? Moria. Yeah. It's been not an hour. Forty minutes. It hasn't been an hour, has it? Yeah. So it's been almost an hour since we've last seen or heard of Gollum. Yeah. I mean, he's not important to this movie. No, but he is a a very major player going forward. And I think reintroducing him in, like, so close to the end of the movie, before all the action starts, I think that helps a lot. Because doesn't the extended of Two Towers open with Gollum's story? Or is that the third one? It's Return of the King. Okay. The first thing you see in Return of the King extended is the... Right. Is Andy Serkis. Yeah. You know, not a mocap. <laughs> I'm like, who's that guy? Not a voice. <laughs> Just Andy Circus. There he is. I think I think the very first shot of the extended Return of the King, it's been a while since I popped in the DVD player, mm-hmm. is the hand grabbing the ring out of the dirt. Mm. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I don't know, because he is such a major player in Two Towers, I think it was smart to put this back in, and I like that they included it. Mm. I I do like picking back up on Gollum, but like uh, on Gollum, but in the theatrical cut of the movie, in the back half here since the last time we saw him, it's like twenty minutes shorter. Yeah. So it moves quicker. Right. So it doesn't feel as necessary. Right. But it's been like, but for us, minutes. it's been fifty minutes. <laughs> yeah, in the in the the extended. So it's good to see Gollum again. Mm-hmm. I do like that he like bumps into the rock and then yeah. readjusts. <laughs> it's so cute. It's such a cute little moment. There's, you know, Gollum does the occasional kind of cute thing, mm. uh, but mostly. I think they do a good job, really getting you to pity Gollum throughout the course of this story. Yeah, I in the agree. in the films, like I think that was one of the things they did a really good job with adapting Gollum. Because I mean, not to get too far ahead, but otherwise, I feel like if we don't feel something for Gollum, the end of the movie just kind yeah. of happens. Yeah, you know, I agree. So I think they like underline it. Yeah, by setting up. All this stuff about Gollum. Yeah. I'm, because they, they make discussion of Gollum lead into, like, the centerpiece moment for the theme of the movie. Yeah. So, they're really just driving home, like, this. Pay yeah. attention. Not just well, to what we're saying, but also to why we're saying it. Because Gollum is so tied up with the ring that they are, like, I don't know. You can't have, to me, you can't have the ring without Gollum. Mm. yeah i agree so i think they did a really good job of making you feel for that especially because the ring the ring is such a presence and a villain i feel like Gollum is the 
the other half of that. Yeah. The one thing that I feel isn't super effective about Gollum in... It's super effective. Isn't, isn't like, really effective about Gollum in the first film here mm. is he doesn't feel like the kind of guillotine blade ready to drop that he kind of is supposed to be. What, like, ready to kill Frodo at a moment's notice? Yeah. He's following him. But he never does anything in the first in the first movie. Yeah. That it all comes like and that all comes like really quick at the beginning of the second movie because we establish the Gollum thing and then go right into yeah. the, you know, our trio. And I, I mean, I also like the fact that they they remind us that Gollum is here because the last time we saw Gollum was before Moria. And like, it's I still want to know how he got out. Right. Like, well, I mean, how did he get into Moria? For, in, oh, yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean. I yeah. really want to know how he got in. And also, like, the Balrog is awake. So, like... Gollum just made a deal with the Balrog like he did with Shelob. <laughs> Probably. It's like, what if I, what if I bring them back? Is it cool if I just kind of skate on through if I, yeah. if I bring them back? <laughs> that's well, I cool, guess right? the, the Balrog's not really an issue because he's dealing with Gandalf. Yeah, he's at, he's at the bottom. Oh, of the that's right. Two Towers is the Gandalf thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gandalf's uh magical mystery tour. <laughs> but yeah, I think I'm excited to to we're ramping up for the climax of the movie and I'm excited yeah. to get there. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about Boromir but then for I'm 2 be weeks. real sad. We're going to talk about Boromir death for two weeks. It's going to be a great time. That's a word for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> great isn't big. Yeah. There you mm -hmm. go. So thank you for joining us again today, all week for the last 175 episodes. Woo! You guys are awesome. And if you like what you hear, you can check us out on DuelingGenre.com with the rest of the Dueling Genre family. Whether that's Doctor's Companion or Geek by Night or our other Movies by Minute podcasts. Mm -hmm. And on moviesbyminutes.com, you can find links to all of the currently releasing Movies by Minutes. And there's a lot, so check and them out. And the, the finished ones as well. And the finished ones, yes. Yeah. As always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. And I hope everyone has a great weekend. We'll see you all on Monday. Bye. Bye.